0: the Purifying Truths with Star. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing a podcast host, Mr. Ed Waters. Welcome to Purifying
1: Truths. Amelia, I am honored to be here and thank you for having me as a guest.
0: Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. One of the things that I just have to commend you on is getting married so young. For those of you that don't know, Ed, he was married at 19 years old, like at 19. I didn't even have a driver's license. He's married, (laughs) married at 19 years old. And so that's not really such a big deal. Right. But he's still married to his wife 39 years later. Now, that's history in the making. And for that, I salute you. My goodness, what a man.
1: That was definitely tough. (laughs)
0: <laughs> wasn't all easy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes.
0: That's okay. Nothing in life worth having is easy. So introducing you as a podcast host, let's jump right in. Tell me the name of your podcast and why is it called? What is it called?
1: My podcast is called Dead America. And Dead America came out of my own feelings of feeling dead in America. We get left behind. We feel like we're being ground into this meat wagon and we all feel disconnected through discovering myself and why I'm feeling so depleted in why I'm feeling so dead in America. I discovered conversation and podcasting. And it enlightened me that I'm not alone in this journey, discovering that we all have a unique value, a worth that is beyond even our own recognition. That is what Dead America is about.
0: That's powerful. You talked about the elephant in the room. I mean, isn't this the land of the brave and the home of the free? But yet, here we are feeling depleted disconnected. And certainly, I agree with you, Ed, we all have talents and gifts. We're born with them. But when we feel, quote unquote, dead, many times we take those gifts and talents to our grave, which is absolutely not our purpose. So let's talk a little bit about you. You've had ups, so you sat down, you said it wasn't easy during this marriage, but not to get into your personal life as far as marriage is concerned. But I want to talk about you, the injuries, life-altering injuries that you've had. And how in the world have you made it without being angry and bitter and even able to encourage others? I find that phenomenal. What, what helps you? What makes you able to do that?
1: Well, Amelia, I was hurt and I was bitter. I was angry. And when I first started that journey in the podcasting realm, that was back in 07, I was really confused. I was mad and angry, hurt. Discovering why was the big thing. Back in 07 also became an ordained minister and that took me down a path that I was not expecting. I was scared, I struggled with many things in life, but my wife, She is my rock. She's where I lean, and I know I have to be strong for her. I discovered through many bouts of deep depression, and I still, to this day, deal with depressive thought disorders because of my injuries. Mm -hmm. But there I am, a rock-solid man, able to do anything i wanted to to do and then bam i'm walking out of the area where the employees gather and i'm walking out onto the pool deck because i was a maintenance manager so i was there very early in the morning 4 a.m to make sure that the pool man shows up get the pool ready for the guest and everything Mm -hmm. order for the day. I'm walking in. I grab my coffee and go straight out to start checking things out. I was living on cloud nine. I was at the peak of my life. And then, bam, they were out there washing the deck with a power washer. And the whole deck looked wet. They didn't have anything coned off or anything, but right at the end of the steps, they had it covered with paint remover, and as soon as I stepped on that, I went down, and it crushed my spine. I am dealing with a lot of compound fractures, and now many years later, arthritis, degenerative disc disorder so many different things but being hit with that injury and not being able to do the things that i used to do was a struggle mentally and Mm -hmm. i asked for assisted suicide the pain and the mental thought the torture that I'm, i'm not a man anymore because i can't lift things and do things the way I used to do all of those manly things well through all of that all of that hurt depression I found that I can do other things it's just I have to apply myself and overcome the struggles and what they classify as disabilities but I found out we're all kind of disabled. Mm -hmm. I'm no longer alone in that aspect, just by discovering other people. It's been a fascinating journey. My wife, I've got to say kudos to her because without that woman, I'd be dead for one. The strength that she's shown and the endurance through our relationship, the many many times that I wronged her. Now I'm able to understand all of it with clarity and try to give that back to her. And I'm learning to do that. And I'm reinventing my relationship. Many things come out of injury and hardship, Mm -hmm. but it's never over until it's over. My main message is never give up. And you can do anything, apply yourself and educate yourself.
0: Oh, my goodness. It's like you took the words right out of my mouth. Ed, I, too, believe never give up. I love that you even wrapped it with educate yourself. Don't become stagnant. Don't sit there and have a pity party, but pick yourself up, educate yourself and walk in your purpose. Because as you and I had discussed, everyone has a purpose. And so when... You had this horrible accident. You went through all of the things that you went through onto your road of recovery. What is the most important thing that got you to where you are? I understand you're saying your wife, but I'm not talking physical. I'm talking mentally. What mindset did you have where you're able to persevere and continue on on your road of recovery?
1: My belief in God and my faith, really, if I didn't have that faith and that belief in Jesus Christ, I would not have been able to recover. When I hit that rock bottom moment, I had that FU fight with the Lord. Mm -hmm. I was putting my last little belongings into a storage shed my wife and my dog and myself we all were going to be living homeless in a van in the middle of phoenix arizona going into the summertime i had a lot going on and without that rock solid relationship that i have since a boy really with the Lord, I wouldn't be here today. So I really give credit to that a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Truly, I respect the fact that you are a man of faith, and I'd like to dive into that a little bit. I know that in this particular age or realm that we're in, everyone is into higher powers and meditating, and they've kind of altered or added to the good old-fashioned Jesus Christ, right? So there's always something burn this or smell that or whatever with the crystals and no disrespect to any of the conventional, non-conventional, any of the ways, but faith is what you said got you through. And so with that being said, I just want you to share with those who think that that is BS, how you were able to use your faith because, you know, faith without works, as the scripture says, is dead. And so, pun intended, right? Dead America. But you obviously did the work. So what work did you have to do along with the faith?
1: Cleaning myself up and forgetting what I thought I knew. Uh It, It was really rediscovering. And one of the biggest impacts that I really can identify with the most is changing who and what I hung around with. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that I was going to struggle either way. Here I have a group of friends on one hand that they're doing things that I know in my heart, it's not right. I have family members same way, you know, it's all around you and you're always searching to fit in that belonging, to negate your own responsibility of owning up to truth. Because you can't change truth. You can try to alter it and all of that, but that's truly what Satan does to us. He wants us to believe a lie that has been whispered many, many years ago. It's up to us to really challenge the spirit there, really question with that faith. You know, faith is believing in something that you can't really see. Having that faith, that's really going to be a golden crown for you in the end when Christ comes back. I really do have faith that, There is a meaning and a purpose to all of this. In my faith, I discover there's a thing called the cup of wrath and it has not filled yet. And Mm -hmm. through discovering, I, I really think that's what our experience here is all about. I've discovered that dealing with that cup of wrath that stuff that just makes us vomit I really don't want it anymore I used to crave that stuff and having that faith that has guided me in the right direction I may not have always believed in myself but I've always had that strong faith that has guided me with principles that I may not always hold true, but they're always there and they're true. Mm -hmm. You can't change those principles that have been laid out in the Bible itself. A lot of people don't like to talk about the Bible, all that. I have main mission here. It's to teach, not preach. You know, I, I really lean on Christ a lot. When he was on the cross, some of the last things that was said was forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Mm -hmm. And that right there gives me enough faith to understand the bigger things and break it down into little chunks where I can digest it and understand it a little bit better.
0: I love the fact that you said you can take it and digest it as there's a song that says, so I can face tomorrow. I just applaud you for not giving up. I applaud you for having the faith and the transparency and letting go of your ego, forgetting what you thought you knew, because that is so important. Many times we've been indoctrinated and maybe we picked up from here and there things that may not be beneficial to us. But when you take the time to self-reflect and think about what it is that you think you know, and then find out where truth lies. And if the two don't line up, forget about what you thought you knew and now welcome in your new perspective.
1: That's right. And I want to add a little there, Amelia. Mm -hmm. We, We all have a journey in life and we're going to go through that journey. I used to always lash out at those people that disagreed with me. They were different. In in my faith, in my religion, it says many things about people, and I have to hold that true, but I do not have to persecute them. This is the thing, through persecution of others, They will never have the chance to understand and grow in their own understanding. So if you're out there insulting people, say a homosexual or uh, another religion or many different things, you cannot insult people and gain favor through that individual. You have to open yourself up a little bit. And understand, number one, if you are strong in your faith, you cannot be broken in that faith. And that's why you test the Spirit. That's why you talk to these individuals through those works. That's how you show them and you educate them that it can be done. It's not easy. It's choosing to take that walk. And that's where you have to change people. That's why I always open up to anybody and always accept anybody to talk about their point of view. I already understand my own. Mm
0: -hmm. It's through loving kindness, loving kindness that we're drawn. You understand, realize, and practice It's not about hitting someone over the head with the Bible, hitting someone over the head with your perspective, your religion, your beliefs. It's more about showing. It's more about walking the walk. Because many times, religion has been used to hurt. Religion has been divided in such a way that whoever has the toxic beliefs are able to manipulate it to whatever they want it to be. And at the end of the day, it's not my job to change you. It's my job to love you. That's what it's all about is loving each other, encouraging each other, motivating each other so that we can all be our best. You were talking about your bad days and your accident and things like that. And it just brought to mind a saying that I read, so grateful that you survived 100% of your bad days. When you open your eyes and take your breath today, that means that you've survived. You survived 100% of your bad days. Today doesn't have to be a bad day. It's open to opportunities. And with that being said, how would you recommend that someone that may be feeling depleted and dead internally, you know, that's the struggling with some things that they're going through, whether it be mental or physical, how would you suggest that they build their confidence to even walk in faith? Because it takes confidence in knowing that I'm good enough. I can do it.
1: Yeah. Well, number one, you have to love yourself. Sometimes that means you have to forgive yourself for all of that ugly stuff that you've done. Because believe me, I've done some ugly things in life, not only forgiving myself, but opening up to others that I have really wronged and try and get that forgiveness. It's a hard thing to do, but knowing that journey doesn't have to be tomorrow it can take years that struggle of finding the empathy that is needed to help yourself heal because we can empathize with others forever but we have to empathize with Mm ourselves to understand our most inner child is really hurt in many of these situations that we come across. Discovering what hurt that inner child, just forgiving all of those bad things, that is the key. We all do bad things. It's not good, but you can get that forgiveness. And once you Discover, hey, I don't have to do that. I can choose. And when those urges come across you to do those sinful things, that's when you really need to just open up and pray. That's a silent prayer in your own head and just say, hey, help me right now, Lord, because I need it the most right now. He's there. He's listening. When you start believing that and you walk that faith that he is there, miracles will happen. You will feel things that you've never felt before. You will see things and you will recognize this invisible world around you that you have never recognized before. I encourage you to open up and just forgive yourself. You're not a bad person. You've made a few bad choices. You can fix that.
0: Yes. You know, many times we're so busy forgiving others that we don't even fathom forgiving ourselves, but it's definitely key. And then after you've done that, as you mentioned earlier, I agree with you that it's important to change your environment in order to change you. You can't As they say, fly with the eagles if you're walking with the chicken. So certainly you would have to change your environment. I know you're doing so many phenomenal things besides the podcast. What else can the audience expect from you? What are you doing? What do you have upcoming working on behind the scenes?
1: I am always trying to help educate people. And, you know, podcasting is a great tool In many ways, I use it for therapy, helping me educate myself, helping me come out of my depressive disorders when I get there and really holding myself accountable to all of these things that are inside of me. Discovering how to use podcasting in a positive way and discover who you truly are Through podcasting. That's really my goal right now because I've found that I can be good at this and I want to help others be good at this. Mm. I have been working on a course, podcasting A through Z, that it's still a work in progress and a critical one that only you and your audience know about right now I'm going to release it right now I'm working on pod camp it's a six day discovery process for podcasting and each day we take two topics and we cover those through six days you're going to cover 12 very important topics For podcasting, it'll help you develop a standard operating procedure for podcasting that'll help you soar with the eagles instead of walk with the chickens.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. My goodness, you have such a heart to serve. I am so not surprised that you are giving back with this course. And certainly we're going to be on the lookout for that because we know it's going to be phenomenal. Many times people getting to podcasting, looking for what's in it for them. But few and far between will find those of us that are in it to help others. And that's why I so respect what you do. Love your heart to serve. It is certainly something that, as I would put in my terms, illuminating the world.
1: Appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Now, this six day discovery is going to be amazing. I can't wait to follow and see where that's going and how and what the topics are going to be. Oh, that's going to be super exciting. I can't wait until that's all, you know, said and done so we can listen and participate. Please, how can the audience connect with you?
1: Well, the best way is just go over to the website, deadamerica.website. Everything's there. All of my fascinating interviews with fascinating people. So deadamerica.website.
0: You're such an inspiration. I even love the fact that it's not .com. It's not .org. It's .website. So yeah. deadamerica.website. You've heard it here from Ed. Please give him a follow. Please support what he's doing. He has a heart to give if Anyone has any questions or would like to connect again? That's Dead America. dot website. It has been such a pleasure having you on today. Oh my goodness, this is a true, true gift. I'm honored to have you here.
1: Well, Amelia, I sure do appreciate what you're doing out there. I am very honored that you've had me on as a guest. I really want people to reach out because discovering who you are starts with discovering the world around you. Don't limit yourself by putting your own pressures on yourself. You have to reach out to other people because this humanity that we call life, we really need other people. And that companionship, that unity, we are meant to be united, not divided. No matter who you are, you have a purpose and you have a value. Find it.
0: Mm -hmm. And just to add to that, Ed, we're not meant to be alone. You're not alone. It's just a matter of reaching out. There's so many of us out there that are more than willing to help lead, guide, instruct, inspire, motivate. Even if we can't, we have the resources that can. So amazing, amazing. All right. Well, once again, thank you for joining Purifying Truths. Hopefully we'll have you on in the very near future.
1: Anytime and for anybody, let's let's change the world. Yes,
0: indeed. And thank you for tuning in to Purifying Truths with A-Star. You too can connect with A-Star. Instagram and Facebook at Facets of A-Star. Tune in every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. for exciting new guests who illuminate the world and the various facets of life. Shine bright.